Hello and welcome to All Sports Best. I'm Trey Gonzalez and today we have an outstanding guest on. His name is Jesse Cole and I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. But first, we would love if you gave us a five-star review when you're done with this. Hopefully you enjoy um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Guys, Jesse Cole, right, author of Find Your Yellow Tux, very successful book, very cool way of looking at things. If you look him up, you're going to see he wears the yellow tux, full yellow tux. All yellow, yellow shoes, yellow top hat, great motivational speaker, very successful, founder of Fans First Entertainment, owner of Savannah Bananas, um, keynote speaker, like I said, author. I mean, the guy has been very successful, and if you wait till the end, he gives some great advice on how to help be successful in your industry. It's not just about your industry, it's about everything around it, which is really, really cool, but you got to check that out. Guys, without further ado, here's our interview with Jesse Cole. Hello, everybody, and welcome to All Sports Best, the podcast. I'm excited today to have on guest Jesse Cole, owner of the Savannah Bananas. He's an author, a podcaster. He can do it all. Uh, Jesse, how you doing, man? Uh, excited to be with you again. Had a lot of fun on our Instagram Live and now uh, doing the podcast for a second time ready for it. Absolutely, man. It's, it's great to have you, and uh, I just really like the way that you go about things. It's never the same thing. It's always something different. It's always unique in the way that you go into things. And so the first thing that I had for you kind of scheduled back from what we talked about on the Instagram Live was what went into the decision of buying a baseball team? Like, like how do you decide, okay, I'm just going to do this? <laughs> I think so many people are like, you know, you hear, find your passion, find your passion. Well, my passion was never to run and own baseball teams. You know, my passion as a kid was to play baseball and play major league baseball. Right. But I tore my shoulder. That ended my career. And then I took an, I took an internship with a, a small team in Spartanburg, South Carolina. And it was there just by doing it and realizing how much I loved, you know, getting people excited about coming to a ballpark that I started to realize like, wow, this could be something that I could do. So, you know, I got into it. I started as a general manager, then, uh, you know, had some success and really tried to change the way uh, we do baseball games and focus more on entertainment. And uh, from that point on, I just, we kept selling out games and creating excitement by being dramatically different. And I said, you know, this is a no brainer. This is what I love to do. And so based on that, I said, let's, Let's go from zero debt until uh, it's a millions of dollars of debt. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I bought, I, I bought our first Gastonia team, and uh, then I bought the Savannah team, and I had just recently sold Gastonia. But, um, yeah, I mean, that, that was it. I, I went from zero debt to taking on an outrageous amount of debt because I realized I just loved it so much and that I believed we were doing something that could make a big difference in people's lives. Yeah. And so is it with debt that you feel a little bit more motivated to just be more successful or that just comes with it? <laughs> well, I think anybody that, you know, is a college athlete or anybody in sports, they have a competitive nature about themselves. And uh, I was always competitive. Um, but for me, yeah, obviously the debt and necessity. And, you know, just three years ago, as I shared previously, uh, we came to Savannah, Georgia, and minor league baseball was here for 90 years, mm. and they couldn't draw fans. But we thought college summer baseball could work. So we came here, and we absolutely failed in the beginning. We sold one season ticket in the first two months. Wow. And uh, it, it got so bad that, you know, we got a call in January that we overdrafted our account, and we were completely out of money. Ouch. And so just a little over three, three years ago, my wife and I, 
We had to sell our house, empty out our savings account, and we're sleeping on an airbed. And mm. But we had this belief in what we were doing. We had this belief that we were creating an experience at our ballparks that wasn't like anyone else. And so it was that that we were able to get over it. So the debt, the challenges, when you go through that adversary, it really challenges you to say, do you really love it? Are you willing to put forth the energy to change your life, to sell everything that you had to be able to do it? And for us, going all in was a no-brainer because we loved it and we believed in it. Yeah, wow. What a story. I, I, I haven't heard that about you. I didn't know that about your past, but I feel like it did make you stronger, especially mentally. Um, and I mean, you like to go about things differently. You like to make things, uh, make changes to things. You changed the, uh, the name of the baseball team to the Savannah bananas. What went into that and why the bananas? We actually didn't change the name. The former minor league team left. There was no team left in Savannah. Oh, so we bought, we, we, we bought an expansion franchise. And so we had to start a team from scratch and from over 10 years of learning, with uh, the Gastonia Grizzlies, the team that I took over as a GM right out of college, um, we knew that the only way to be successful at first was to create attention. We had to get people, we had to get the eyes and ears of our customers. We had to get people to know who we were. And so for us, uh, we were clear on who are we? What is our brand? What do we stand for? What matters to us? And for us, it is fun. It is experience. The name of our company is Fans First Entertainment, and our mission is Fans First Entertain Always. Mm. And we knew that if we used the same name or a generic name as someone else, uh, you know, the the options out there, sailors, ports, anchors, any of those generic names would not create the excitement and not exude fun that we were trying to show. Sure. And we had an idea. I mean, we were going to have a senior citizen dance team called the Banana Nanas. Our mascot was going to be named Split. We're going to have literally promotions that are called Banana in the Pants. And we throw bananas from the top deck and people catch them in their pants. You know, we <laughs> thought this out. We said, there's so many opportunities that could fit the brand. And I think it was just, this is who we are. And at first, people hated it. We were crucified. They were like, we'll never support this team. You guys are embarrassment to the city. You'll never sell a ticket. The wow. owner should be thrown out of town. We heard all of that. And later, we actually did a mean tweets video a year later after every game sold out. And uh, read all those mean tweets in front of a camera, mm. which was a lot of fun. But <laughs> I tell you, we were very clear on who we are. And I think that is what most sports teams need to know. You know, are they more about the wins and losses? Are they about the player development? Or for us, we are 1,000% on the fun and the experience and the fans. And that makes every decision very easy for us. Yeah. Yeah, wow. And you really, truly embrace it. I mean, you. There's, it's one thing to have – you know, ownership and really get into it and have fun with it. You wear a yellow tuxedo every single day to the ball field and all around town. So when did you decide on, okay, I'm, I'm going with this tux and I'm sticking to it? <laughs> well, that was back in our, actually in our Gastonia days. I was like, I'm on the field. I'm the one that's pieing fans. I'm taking selfies with the crowd. I'm mm. dancing in the, on the field. I'm like, I'm not just your typical, uh, you know, front office sports person. You know, I'm a showman. That's what yeah. I am. I love being on stage. I love being in front of the fans. I love making people laugh and have fun. So I couldn't be dressed like anyone else. And so one of my biggest <laughs> mentors is uh, P.T. Barnum. And so I've, I've read every book on P.T. Barnum. Obviously, mm. I've seen The Greatest Showman way too many times. Oh, yeah. And uh, so so many years ago, I said, right, I need to get a tux. So my first night, I got this black tuxedo uh, with big tails, big top hat. 
and it was about 100 degrees, and I almost melted. I was like, this does not work. I need to get a lighter one. And uh, the Grizzlies had gold in their color, so I was like, let's just go yellow or gold. And I started wearing it. The next night, it just it, it just took off. Fans were taking pictures. They were like, this fits you so much. Like, you're crazy. Like, it was just – it was. It was me. Sure. And so what I challenge everyone, and in my book, Find Your Yellow Tux, it's amplify you. Everybody has something that makes them stand out. It's the best version of themselves. But often we're so afraid. We hide back. We try to fit in instead of try to stand out. So I went all in on that. And that has our brand. It's fit the bananas more than anything. And I think we've reached our, our full you know, potential of success because we are being who we are and amplifying it. Yeah. Do you wear it to family gatherings? I proposed to it to my wife in front of a sold out crowd many years ago. And thank (laughs) goodness she said, yes, that would have been very embarrassing. Um, I wear the yellow tuxedo every single day that I am, uh, I am working. I am at the stadium. It is like my, it's it's like my uniform. Mm -hmm. So for instance, when I play ball, when you put on your uniform, it's game time. When I put on my tux, it's showtime. So for instance, on a weekend, if I'm home with my family, no, I'm, I'm going incognito. I'm relaxing. But if I'm uh, if I'm out, if I'm speaking, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to be able to speak all over the country with businesses and at conferences. I'm yeah. wearing the tux because it's showtime, and so that's that's who I am. Jesse, I imagine you opening your drawer like a cartoon, and there's like you know the sock drawer is just yellow, the shirts yellow, shorts every, everything is just yellow. That's that's what that's always what I thought about ever since I started following the the Savannah Bananas. So that's not that's not the case. Uh, I have, I have a, uh, yes, well, I have a closet that is all yellow tuxedos. I have seven of them, so the dress shirts, the <laughs> yes. pants, the jackets. I have three yellow top hats. I got three pairs of yellow sneakers. Um, um, people have sent me yellow sneakers. They've sent me yellow everything, yellow socks. I've been sent tons of things from people uh, all over, which is just really, really nice. But, uh, yeah, I have very little extra clothes. It's great. It's That's just crazy. I keep it very simple. Every day I know what I'm wearing. Uh, when I'm at home, I just relax. It's uh, it's nice. You guys dropped something on social media saying that the Savannah Bananas baseball players actually perform better there than with any other team, um, basically for a lot of different like intangible reasons, not because of the gear and not because of the uh, the training necessarily, but but even further than that, right? Can you tell us about it? Yeah, crazy. Uh, absolutely crazy. So I've been saying it for years that our players play better because of the culture, the environment, and the atmosphere. I've just been saying it because I, I watch, I see what our home record is. I, I see that we've won the most games in the league the last three years. And I was speaking at a college, and the professor said, there's no way. I, I actually said, I go, we might not have the best players in the world or the best players in the league, but we play better than all the other teams because of this atmosphere, culture, and environment. And he called me on it I, I had no idea he was doing this he spent literally six weeks compiling all data of statistics of every player in the coastal plain league for all 16 teams and looked Dang. at all their stats from when they played in college and also when they played uh in summer ball and he was trying to find a correlation so he broke it down into offensive categories because uh pitching was you know there's team defense there's other factors that go into it so he looked right. at just hitting and open and ops and, you know, on-base percentage plus slugging percentage, one of, you know, the most well-known statistics that, um, you know, really shows how a player performs. Right. And he did this variation. He looked at how do they play in college versus how do they play in summer ball. And he looked at every team. And every team had a correlation that was zero. Like, literally, it was like 
not even close. But there was one team that was an unbelievably strong positive correlation and was the bananas. Mm. So then he went further and started doing more studies, and he said more strong correlation. So there was only one team that showed a strong correlation that if you put on a bananas uniform, if you play for the bananas, if you play in Savannah, you will perform better than anywhere else. Wow. So that's an easy recruiting uh, method, right? Just kind of like, oh, yeah, here, by the way, you're going to be better now. <laughs> we've never we've never used it before. We've used just every single game is sold out and you'll have the summer of your life, but that is yeah. another thing that can help as well. Right, right, right. Um, why does your staff love working there? I noticed that you always post things with your staff and so they always seem to be having a great time. Of course, we see the perfection of, of, you know, the snapshots of social media and stuff, but it seems very, very genuine in comparison to other companies that will, you know, have that fake smile or, you know, um, just kind of like that forced attitude. And you guys seem to always have a really good uh, repertoire with your, um, with your staff. We're tremendously lucky. We, we've got great people, but I think what we're able to do is we're able to be very clear on who we are and what we stand for. Fans first entertainment and our biggest fans is not necessarily the guests that come into the ballpark. It's our people, are, it's our people that come in and work every day, that wear the bananas merchandise every day, that you know, call their closest, uh, you know, their spouse, their significant others, their family, when anything great happens, they are proud to be a part of the team. So we take care of them. Everything we do, we think about is, is how is their experience? We don't come in and say, how's sales going? How are things? We're not trying to get the most out of them from, um, you know, sales and revenue. We're trying to get yeah. the most out of them as people. Mm. And so for us, we're just very clear on caring for them more as people than caring for them as what they can do as employees. And so, yeah, we have fun. That's who we are. Our brand is fun. Uh, it's pretty authentic. It's, you know, what you see is what you get. People come into our office. They're going to see a group of people who just like to be around each other. Yeah. And we've built that because our fans' first way, our core beliefs are clear. It's always the caring, different, enthusiastic, fun, growing, and hungry. And we talk about that all the time. How are we caring for each other? You know, what are we doing that's different and unique and pushing ourselves? How are we bringing enthusiasm and energy to the ballpark every day? How are we having fun? If we're not having fun, there's no point. Let's have fun. And we come up with fun things. Mm. And how are we growing and hungry? And we push our people to read to learn. We actually pay our people to read books. I mean, we give out thousands of dollars for people reading. We're pushing them to be the best version of themselves. Wow. So many times, so many times companies are just focused on uh, getting the most out of their people uh, for what they can do for the business. And we kind of look at it differently. Sure. Sure. And I mean, what is the re most rewarding part of your job for you? I mean, cause obviously these people love it. They're just having a great time. They're learning, they're getting better. Why, why is it really good and rewarding for you? My, you know, when I think about most rewarding times, I think of moments. You know, every day we're trying to create moments for our people and for our fans. So I think about at the end of the game, you know, when, when our fans are leaving and out around me is our entire staff, our players, our pep band, which is crazy, a 30-piece pep band, and they're thanking the fans. So our fans are leaving, and they're getting thanked by 15, 20, 30, 40 people, and we have a free s'more station giving away s'mores for the kids. The band's playing sing-along songs. People don't want to leave. And when I look at those moments, you know, I'm hanging out with a group of people that I care for, that I love, and seeing them just having the time of their life, that they don't want to go home either. It's 10 o'clock at night. They've worked since 8 in the morning. Yeah. No one wants to go home. That's a really special part of our culture, and I'm so uh, privileged to feel that I can play a small part in providing that every single night. Sure, absolutely. 
you really involve the fans too. I mean, obviously you guys have a lot of really fun stuff in the park. Uh, they get to dance, they get to enjoy the music and the entertainment and all of that stuff. But I did notice on your social media a couple days back was that you actually put it into the fans' hand to create new shirts for you guys. So you involve them in more ways than just, you know, at the ballpark, right? Again, it's clear. Our company's fans first involve them. You know, we did a uh, we did a video shoot this fall to announce the All-Star Showdown, and we had all of our fans come to the stadium to be a part of it. It was a rainy day on a Saturday morning. And over 100 fans showed up to be a part of it. You know, then we have a fan uh, T-shirt design contest, as you mentioned. You know, we have almost 100 designs of people just come up with designs of what they could have on their shirt. We get over a thousand comments of people picking, you know, what shirt would be best this season for uh, at our banana stand. Even this year, we're having the All-Star Showdown. We're, we're having a team Savannah, and we're letting our fans try out for the chance to play in the All-Star game in front of a sold-out crowd and on millions of households on nationally television. Like, that is the epitome of, for us, what Fans First is about. Yeah. How do we involve them in everything we're doing? Our fans are a part of our Mananas, our male cheerleading team. Like, those are all fans who showed up. Our Banana Nanas, our seniors advancing, those are fans that showed up. You know, we've got a, a DJ, Peels on Wheels, an actual DJ that's going to be on a Segway playing music all around the ballpark. He's a fan. That's amazing. When you involve fans in the show, you get this passion. It's people that care about the experience they're providing. And I think every single company, sports team, should involve their customers and their fans in the decision, but even in also the product and what they're delivering. Jesse, if I walk into the park, I buy a ticket, right? So I bought a ticket. I'm walking into the park. What should I expect to see and where should I head to first before getting to my seat? Expect the unexpected. Um, we try to map the experience. So, you know, when you're coming to the ballpark, you're probably seeing our parking penguins. You know, people dressed in penguin costumes parking mm. your cars. You know, we're actually going to have golf, a couple golf carts this year that our goal is to do golf cart karaoke, where literally we'll pick up fans from the parking lot and they get to sing, do karaoke on the way to the stadium. Uh, as you walk in, you'll see our players in full uniform, um, you know, doing autog- signing autographs, passing out programs. You'll hear our pet band playing Rocky music and Final Countdown and Uptown Funk. You'll see our ticket takers dressed in banana costumes, ripping your banana-shaped tickets. Um, So it's all part of that experience. Uh, When you come in, uh, what usually happens at 5.30, it's a mad rush to get a seat. Uh, So people rush to go get their perfect seats because most of our ballpark is open seating. So get a seat, get ready for the show. This year there may be parades. There may be, I mean, we may have actually like Disney parades before games. We're going to have nonstop acts and entertainment and dances and group singing and uh, some new characters that we've uh, involved. So just expect Mm. the unexpected. That's what it's all about. Okay, so now I've expected the unexpected. I see all the stuff that we're going to see at the ballpark. It's it's a great time. I'm having a good time. You know what? I'm kind of thirsty. I'm kind of hungry. I'm heading to the concession stand. What's unique that I'm going to find there? (laughs) So for all the people that buy tickets in advance, that's every single group ticket, every season ticket, every mini plan, every fundraising ticket. It includes all-inclusive. So that is all your burgers, hot dogs, chicken sandwiches, soda, water, popcorn, dessert, everything for the whole night for $18. If you were una- unable to get any of those packages or tickets, we have a few, uh, a very small amount of single-game tickets. That's just a regular ticket. They're at the ballpark, uh, so then you can still get our items. They're all you know, very low-priced, but the reality is uh, – you know, maybe try the garbage can nachos, mm. which is three orders of nachos, two cheeseburgers cut up, two uh, hot dogs cut up, 
grilled chicken cut up, nacho cheese, jalapenos, bananas. It's over 3,000 calories all served on a garbage can lid. That sounds or amazing. If, or if you'd like a drink, you can grab our, our custom banana beer. We actually have a Savannah banana beer made by Service Brewing Company. made with almost 700 pounds of bananas. It's a wheat beer. We have a slippery banana cocktail. We have frozen bananas. We have banana split, dipping Dots, ice cream. We really stay true to the theme, including the uh, typical ballpark food. Wow, that's seeing that, that to me. I just I have to go and try all of that. So when I'm there, I'm going to try everything on the menu. I'm just opening my pocketbook. It does, doesn't even matter. All right, Jesse, are you ready for the rapid fire? This or that? Bring it. I'm ready. All right, let's do this. I've got ten of them for you here. Hot dog or hamburger? Hamburger. Instagram or Facebook? Uh, I started with Facebook, still Facebook. I know it's going Instagram, though, but I'm still a Facebook lover. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Grass or turf? Grass. Movie theater or comfort of the home? Depends on the theater. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, uh, I, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll say comfort of the home unless it's a theater that really does the experience well. Sure, sure. Snow cone or popsicle? Neither, but maybe popsicle. <laughs> um, phone call or text? I like communicating with people. Let me, let me hear you. Let me connect. Phone call, baby. Okay. Uh, running or weightlifting? Yeah. I run every single morning. It's part of my morning ritual. Every single morning I run. I have probably haven't lifted away since college. Dog or cat? Dog. And then NFL or NBA? Ooh, uh, NFL. Okay, I'm going to actually throw an extra one in there. Would you rather watch uh, pro baseball or college baseball? Neither. Neither. All right. I don't watch. I don't watch. I don't watch baseball. As a guy who loves playing baseball, I don't enjoy watching it. That's why we tried to change our experience dramatically to make oh. it more fun. Because I, I, I get bored watching regular baseball. Sure, sure, absolutely. Hey, well, thank you for playing rapid fire this or that. Um, we're going to move on into. Um, where to follow you? Where can we follow you on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, where can we find all of your stuff, your podcast, and your book? Uh, find Your Yellow Tux is the book. If you just search uh, Yellow Tux, I think you can find me, but Yellow Tux Jesse, uh, post every day on LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, so, yeah, and Business Done Differently is the podcast. I interview uh, business professionals who look at experiences differently. Um, and I think that's where everyone learns. You don't learn from necessary the industry you're in. You learn from outside your industry and bring it into your industry. So uh, that's a, I really love having that show. And, yeah, check out the Savannah Bananas. But you, not, I always say if, if, if people want to learn or they have questions, reach out to me directly. I'll never forget when Mark Cuban, uh, I read his book and sent him an email. He responded to me within a couple hours. It's incredible. Uh, so I will always, always respond to anybody that reaches out. Could we get one last piece of advice before you go about, you know, how to start and how to build your brand, whether it's your company's brand or your personal brand? Stop thinking, start doing. We've got to start learning. You've got to start experimenting. So often we think about what other people will think about us. We worry too much about things that we can't even control. You just got to start. Two years ago, I started posting things every day, every day on, on social media, just to share you know, things I've been learning, sharing the journey. I wrote my book and got it out there. And, it was, and it, you know, I didn't think about necessarily what people were going to think. Just start. 
And I think if anyone that wants to build a brand, uh, don't be afraid of what other people think. Just start putting things out there, sharing your story, sharing who you are. And I think that's how you can really build um, your brand. But more importantly, just build yourself and learn and grow. Jesse, thank you so much for being on the show. I really do appreciate you. And I wish the Savannah Bananas the most luck uh, coming up this upcoming season. Thank you so much, Trey. Appreciate you, man. Keep learning, keep growing.